Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin, your host as always. If you listened to the uh, last episode, I guess I'm trying to figure out which order these two episodes are going to go. Either way, we recorded two episodes back to back and um, talking about a couple of different things. But uh, this one's going to be uh, a little bit different. We had two messages this past weekend and so we're doing two separate retake episodes for both of those messages one more christmas related and one more uh maybe a little focused on something that we got from the message uh, the messages that april and jonathan spoke this past saturday so in whatever order you're listening to we're glad that you're here from wherever you're listening around the world uh thanks so much for everything you do for making elevate possible and for sharing it with your friends and family of course i'm not alone again I have Andres. He's gonna, he's gonna be joining me in this kind of little mini series here that we've got going on. Um, had a nice conversation about Christmas not too long ago, and kind of what it felt uh, to us, and kind of how we feel about it, and the true meaning, and what we should be focusing on when it comes to Christmas, and how everything else will, everything else will work itself out as long as we have Jesus and his and his gift of Christmas uh, in mind for our lives. So, Andres, thanks again for being here. Thank you for having me. It's a, always a pleasure. Glad that you could be here for this Elevate Retake episode, as this is, I'm sure, not the last time that, that you will be joining us. Uh, it's always great when you get to work on little projects like this with um, with your friends. Okay. April. She talked about expectations. And the expectations not only that we have for maybe our own life, but the expectations that we sometimes put on God. We'll start off like this. Is it healthy in our relationships, in our relationship with God, to have expectations on Him? Do you think? I think in every relationship we we will have expectations of the other person or the other individual in that relationship. However, when it comes to a relationship with God, or that our expectations are not what we should be wanting. Our expectations should be what does God want us to be. What does God has in plan for me? Because if we think about it as me being the center of attention, of me being the, the, the main character in the story, then we're thinking about it in the wrong, wrong mindset. Because always God should come first. What does God expect from me first? Or what does God plan for me? And that should be my expectation. When it comes to the will of God, we hear that term a lot. Does that kind of nullify that we can't have any dreams or own our own ambitions in life because oh well at the end of it you know god's will is going to be done so i'm just going to sit around and he'll do he'll do the rest for me or is it okay to still have dreams and have ambitions it's definitely okay to still have dreams and ambitions um i don't think god isn't cruel god that doesn't want you to have any will of your own um he's given us free will to us for us to make our own decisions in our life um, it's either to worship him or not. Um, we can go our own separate ways. I did it myself for a couple of years. Um, I went to study uh, pre-med and I realized myself that that didn't work out. But God didn't stop me. God mm-hmm. didn't put anything in my path to stop me from doing that. However, God's will was for me to be a study theology. Um, he let me go on my own. My will was to be a doctor. It didn't work out for me because I was life itself but uh, it's always uh god wants us to have ambition god wants us to have that dreams to have aspirations in our lives to put our goals to to put our our dreams out there 
because who knows you we don't know what god's will is toward in our life yeah yeah you never know if like your dream lines up with with what he wants for you um ellen white talks about it man if i had the quote in or if i had the page number and book in the top of my head maybe i'll get our maybe i'll get shane to if i can find it to put it in the description where it is but she says that i might be i might be messages to young people where she says that it is so okay and and god actually almost wants you to have big dreams and ambitions for your life like like there are like he, he you know she he, she gave a exaggerated example of like being world leaders and like which won't even be an exaggeration like if if god wants you to be a world leader and that's your thing like he'll line it up but it's okay for young people to have the dreams and have visions and have um desires for their life and like goals that they want to reach um and god's will will maneuver himself through that i think sometimes we think that that like man can put god in a box and corner him yeah god can never be cornered by a man uh he always has a way out in up down inside out whatever it is uh god's will is going to be done at the end of it all but i I think you reassured a good point to anybody that's that may be listening that it's still okay to dream yeah like it's still okay to do what you want to do and go for the goals that you want I think God just needs us to like wants us to include him. I think that's that's the part that we forget. Um we dream about doing this in life and doing this, but we don't include him and we think that, oh well, here we go. He's gonna force me to move here, he's gonna force me to do that, uh, when he's just asking to be part of our plans. And the Bible clearly says, Ask ask him. Ask me and I will give to you. Um he's not a cruel God that's just gonna be like, No. I'm gonna force you to do my will. Yeah. He that's not him. Throughout the Bible, we find him being a God of love. Uh, we have several different examples in the Bible. Of except the biggest one is as the Israelites, they knew who God was, but every time they wanted to do their own will, God let them, um, and they had to pay for their consequences for doing their own will. But it was not because God wanted that for them; it was because they chose that themselves. Mm. Um, it's always we have to remember what God has done for us in the past so we can continue making wise decisions for the future. Yeah, I think the people of Israel are actually a pretty good example of they had a weird like idea of what God was and a weird concept of like who he is. And I think that like <laughs> that messed them up because they thought that God was supposed to be this one thing. And there's there's moments where like, they praise him and they're so ready for him. And then there's moments when they're completely terrified of God. And I think it goes to the lack of relationship that they had. Yeah. I don't think they fully understood who God was. And I think that goes for us today. Like when you have a constant relationship with God, his will and his plans, you won't see them as something that scares you. And you won't see them as something that, that draws you away from him. If anything, it draws you closer to him as your relationship gets better with him, you know? Um, I, 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 th- I think April touched a very great story on, on Psalms 23, on King David. Um, uh, he knew that it was not God that put him through the shadow, uh, through a valley of shadow and death. He knew that it wasn't God forcing him to go through that. He knew that he put himself through that. It was throughout his own decisions, throughout his, his wrong decisions that he t- took in his life that he 
ended up in those valley of shadows and death. Mm. But even through those valleys, he knew that God was going to be with him. Yeah. He knew that God was going to be providing that comfort and that strength so he can overcome those valleys. And it's not like God ever took the the phrase, a man after my own heart away. Like David still went through all that and still came out as the greatest king that Israel ever had. Yeah. Blessed by God immensely. Um, I think it's such a big lesson for us. I, I'll give you an even a personal example. As we are getting closer to graduation, um, we have both begun the job hunt. Yes. Uh, in completely different fields, in communication, in my end, and in the pastoral work for, for Andres. And I was very, um, you know, my grandpa always taught me to be very specific. Like, it's okay to be specific with God. Talk to him as you would your best friend. Tell him the things that you would, you know, your best friend. And so I said, all right, God, look, I'm going to be graduating here very soon. Here are like four places that I wouldn't mind living. One, two, three, and four. Um, And afterwards, I felt kind of weird asking God that way. But at the end of it, I said, you know what? If his will is going to be his will and his will is going to be done in my life, however he wants that to happen, if one of those four places fits under that, he's going to make it work because... Like you mentioned a little bit ago, he doesn't want you to live a miserable life where nothing you want or none of your dreams ever get done, you know? So if one of those places work, great. But at the end of it, I said, God, look, wherever you want to send me, whatever you want me to do, then we'll go, you know? Um, But I think it's okay. And maybe if you're struggling with that in your conversations with God, you can be as specific with God as you would anybody else. Um, And that maybe may, may help shift how you think about like the expectations that you put on God. And, and honestly, I don't think God is one of those gods that's got his will is the worst thing for your life. Yeah. Um, I don't think his plans are like the worst. Yeah. We have that, that idea also. Even, yeah. <clears throat> that could ever exist because uh, yeah. Even Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, I know the plans I have for you plans to prosper you and not to harm you. And we have to understand the concept, the context of Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, which it was basically telling Jeremiah, Oh, Jeremiah, you're going to suffer. Yeah. You're going to suffer, but at the end, my plans will be to prosper you. Mm. You have to remember that you're going to go through all these problems in your life, but you're going to live a good life at the end. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what God is, always wants us to do in his will. Like God's will in our life is not to harm us at any point. It is not for us to suffer, to live a miserable life. It is, uh, uh, it is his plans are, one, his plans are for us to do work. For him, to work for him, to preach his gospel, the good news to every nation. That is his goal. And he's going to place us where we can do that the most efficiently. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that is the worst thing that could happen in our lives. Yeah, because if you still want to be a doctor, you can still do your ministry work as a doctor. If you want to be a lawyer, a, a radio guy, a teacher, whatever it is, to your point, you can still... Um, preach his word and lead by example and show by example in whatever field you end up in. So if it fits in God's plan, he's going to make it happen. Yeah. Many times we think that the pastor is the only one that should be preaching. Yeah. And it's not, God is going to use you in whatever field you want to study. Yeah. God is going to use you as a radio host. God is going to use you as a doctor. God is going to use you as a nurse. And God is going to use you as a politician. Yeah. Who, do, who knows where, 
Wherever you want to go, God can use you in that position. Mm -hmm. So don't let go of your dreams. Don't let go of your aspirations. Don't let go of, of, of where you want to be in life. Yeah. Hold on to those and ask God, God, I want to do this in my life. And I ask that this, my will is aligns with your will. Yeah. One of the things that we do here as we wrap up in a couple of minutes, not only do we sometimes put like extreme expectations on God, I think the other end of the spectrum is also bad where we limit God. Yes. Where we think that, oh man, well, there's no way I'm getting into that school. So let me not even ask and talk to God about that. Or there's no way that I'm going to get that job. So let me not even ask God about that. And I think it's a really good trick by the enemy to get us to limit what God can possibly do fully knowing and the enemy knows that there's nothing that there's nothing impossible for God but he gets us to believe that for some reason God has these limits yeah. like he can only work in certain areas of our life and if you just look at the Bible and look at the things that he's been able to do through very flawed people there is nothing impossible um, for God so don't maybe put insane expectations I guess I, I don't, I don't find a way to say it so that you don't feel disappointed, but don't box God in either. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a perfect example of who did not box God and reached high levels, and that's Joseph. Can you, can you imagine what would have happened of poor Joseph if he would have limit what God could do in his life? Mm. He would have been a slave forever. forever. Yeah. But no, he didn't limit to what God could do, and he went up. Yeah, he was in prison for something he didn't do. Right. But that through the, through him being in prison, he was able to reach a position to be the second in the kingdom, mm -hmm. second to the Pharaoh himself. That's not limiting God's power. Yeah, that's knowing what God can do in your life. Yeah, knowing that He can get you out of any situation. I mean, imagine being sold by your own brothers, your own family sells you into slavery. He could have very easily just been like, "All right, God, <laughs> I'm out, I'm done." Um, but his foundation and his relationship with God was at a point, even at a young age, where he was able to rely on God's help and his strength to get him through the many, many things that he had to get through in order to get to, to the very top. That's a good example. I love that. I, I think we can work in the extremes and we need to be not limiting God because there's nothing that can stop him. And it's okay to have some some type of uh, to, to some type of dream and some type of um, ambition and goals for your life because God's will is going to work in whatever way God's will is going to work yes. in. Um, we have no idea what he has planned for the future. And that's why it's so hard to like listen to Jesus when he says, don't worry about tomorrow because like mm -hmm. I got it covered, you know, like I got you tomorrow. But we love to worry and like stress out so much because like, man, I got you tomorrow. Like, and I got you next week. And I got you after that. Uh, just know that I'm guiding every step of your life. So if you're listening, keep having the dreams. Keep having the goals that you have. It's okay. I think, if anything, God likes the pressure. Like, he's like, okay, bet. You're doubting me? Here we go. Like, watch what I can do for you. Yeah. Let me work in your life somehow, some miraculous way. Um, any final thoughts? I think you close it out perfectly. Don't limit to what God can do. Let God work in your life um, and reach for the stars. Don't put limits on your goals either. 
don't say that I can't, I can't accomplish that mm. because God can accomplish great things through you. Through you, absolutely. We can be a, a beacon of hope wherever we go and God can use you at any place that you are at. So um, really cool. Thanks so much for that. It's a perfect way to end this episode. Glad that you were listening wherever you were listening to. Hopefully you enjoyed a couple of these mini episodes. Uh, we'll have episodes coming out every week throughout the end of the year and through the holiday season as we get closer to Christmas and, of course, the new year. Crazy that a year has already blown by. Uh, wild to think about. That's another story for another episode. But, uh, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure and share this episode with a family member or a friend. Um, just click that little share button wherever you are listening. You don't know the impact that you can make on somebody's life just by clicking share. It could pop up on somebody's feed. Maybe just needed to hear a little bit about Jesus or a little bit of hope throughout their day. So, for Elevate, for Andres, my name is Kelvin. And like we always say, there's always room for one more. We'll see you next time.